You know what they say about teaching an old horse new tricks? Don't look him in the mouth. <laughs> that's where it's straight from. Yep. Horse and the Lad, arguably the best Australian, arguably one of the best Australian Bojack Horseman podcasts. <laughs> I'm Jem DeSalis. And I'm Paige Winkle. Welcome to Horse and the Lad, the fidget spinner of podcasts. What does that even Collects mean? Collects them all. I don't know. Okay. That we're kind of annoying and shouldn't be allowed in schools. <laughs> or we're for, like, certain people, but not yeah, everybody. Yeah, we help you focus. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, listeners, we have just had some rough times with Skype. Yeah, and now instead of recording over Skype, we're just recording with our phones. Yeah. Which is, so far, amazing. Yeah, touch wood. I mean, it requires, like, double headphone setups for both of us, that, but so did our other bullshit with Skype, so... Yeah. I have no wood in my room. Oh, there's some. I'm not superstitious, what are you talking about? It's not really Skype's fault, it is just that our internet is bad, so I guess to our internet service provider, I say... Yeah, that's about the nicest thing I could say as well. And to my mobile phone service provider, I say, don't disappoint me. (laughs) All eyes are on you. Telstra. I'm with Telstra too. Of course you are, otherwise we wouldn't be able to hear each other. So Uh this week we watched... The penultimate episode of Bojack Horseman Season 1. Yep. I've decided that something we should do now. Yeah. Because I never know what name the episodes are. I think I should try and guess what the name of each episode is. Yes, I've been wanting to do that, for you to do that for ages. Okay. Man, why didn't you say? I haven't been up for this. I've been suddenly (laughs) hinting at it, like, oh, what do you think it's called? Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought you were just asking if I knew what it was called, which Uh, I never do. Okay. Okay. Um... With some of them, I feel like I would just have no fucking chance, like with Horse Majeure, but like, mm. I reckon I could have guessed the telescope. Like, what would I name this episode? Okay, so what um, would you name it? Wacky Drugs Time. No, can I uh, give- Have a bad trip, see you nice fall. See you pride cometh before a nice trip. <laughs> Tripping nice with Bojack the Drug Horse. I don't know. Can I give you a hint? Okay. It's something that is said- in the episode. Um, oh, it's called, maybe we should just do hand and mouth stuff for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that line has actually been, like, haunting me for ages. Like, I just, I kept on remembering it and not remembering where it was from. <laughs> and so when I saw it in this episode, I was like, aha! That happens to me all the time. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's something that Todd says. Um, yeesh downer ending? Yes, basically. Wait, really? Yeah, it's called Downer Ending. Ha, nice. (laughs) Well done. I'm great at this game. Cool. We were going to play this for the rest of the season. Yeah. So, that's the title of the episode. So, do you want to just jump into it? Yeah, sure. Okay, anyway. So, this episode starts with Bojack and Diane in Pinky's office. 
he has a framed picture of an igloo now. Like, remember he had the calendar that was a picture of an igloo? Now he just has a framed picture of one. Uh-huh. Like he's taken it out of the calendar and framed it. Yeah. Maybe something really good happened that month and he wants to remember. Yeah, he seems like the kind of dude that's had a lot of good months lately. <laughs> he went to a wedding and there's a new mug and it says, world's third best dad. Didn't he always have that? Oh, I just went from last episode when he had the, um... Oh, yeah, he had the keep clam and carry porn one. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think we've seen the third desk bad book. The, the third the third desk bad one before. Oh, okay. Maybe he had to sell last week's one. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> There's he- some Swamp Monsters of Malibu mugs um, collecting the rainwater dripping from the roof. Yeah, that was cool. Nice callback. Before we enter the publishing office, we do see... A, a pigeon man flying, presumably, to work with his briefcase and getting blown away. Oh, yeah. Which was nice, because I really like pigeons, and this was one. But also, it got me thinking about, like, flight physics. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the bird people can fly, just with their arms. And they're all just people. But, like, would a falcon still be able to fly faster than a pigeon can? Ooh, that's a good question. Because if, no, it's just bird people can fly a certain amount by flapping their arms because they're birds, then I feel like Pinky should also be able to fly because he's a bird. But penguins can't fly, can they? No, but if it's just a matter of, like, if you are a bird, you can flap your wings and fly, and it doesn't matter how good that bird is at flying in real life, I think that flightless bird people should be able to fly as well by that rule. Okay. I have no idea. I'm going to mark that down as a question for Lisa (laughs) Hannawald when we have her on the podcast. Only a matter of time and possibly dimensions. Yep. There's a universe where Lisa Hannawald's come on the show. Yeah. It's a universe where we're all good friends. There's a universe where she murdered both of us, took over our podcast and went rogue. Yeah. That's a good universe. I want to write fanfic of that universe. Yeah, I think that's the best one. (laughs) Imagine how insecure she must have felt in her own career for her to do that. (laughs) But yeah, okay, so uh, we've got Pinky and Bojack and Diane hanging out, having a whale of a time. Bojack's reading the parts of the books that he doesn't like, and Diane's trying to convince him that people are connecting with it. Pinky acknowledges that Diane broke the contract by leaking the first two chapters, but he doesn't I feel mind. Like she's broken the contract by revealing that she exists. Yeah, that's like if a you're point. a ghostwriter, it's surely in your contract that you have to pretend you're the ostensible author of the book. Like I, I'm still very curious about that. Like at, at what point did it change from being a ghost-written autobiography to just a biography written by a person? Yeah, definitely. Because if they're acknowledging she's a ghostwriter. Yeah, and then she's at the ghostwriter convention. And I don't think she's ghostwritten anything. She wrote the Secretariat book, but her name was on that too. Like she's a she's just a meat writer. Yeah. Like the rest of us. I don't believe in ghosts or writers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is frustrating me now. Cause if a ghostwriter wrote it, it's an autobiography. But it's not an autobiography because she refers to herself and talking about him. Ah. Oh, yeah. Wanna fight someone now. <laughs> Stupid fucking ghostwriters sitting in ghost Starbucks writing on their ghost macbooks and they never order anything <laughs> but yeah they argue yeah and printy printy whoops <laughs> pinky says he wants it printed by the end of the week which prompts mm. brojack to say prompts brojack <laughs> i love printy and brojack they are the best of friends <laughs> which prompts 
Bojack to say that he can write a book in a week, which is the setup for the episode. He says some very hurtful things to Diane. Oh, yeah. Wow. Also, he said straight from the horse's mouth. What? He says, like, I'll write it. It'll be great. Straight from the horse's mouth. And, like, obviously that's funny because he's a horse. But also, what does that mean? I mean, like, I know what it means, but why... Is it that? What do you mean? Like, in this universe? In our universe. Like, what is... What's the origin of the phrase straight from the horse's mouth? Because it's quite weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like, don't you tell me what happens to the horse. I want to listen to this horse tell me. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, okay. I'm on www.phrases.org.uk, <laughs> which apparently is a real thing, forward slash meanings, forward slash 336400.html. In horse racing circles, tips on which horses are likely winners circulate amongst punters. The most trusted authorities are considered to be those in closest touch with the recent form of the horse, that is, the stable lads, trainers, etc. The notion all from the horse's mouth is supposed to indicate one step better than and even that inner circle that is the horse itself. Okay. Yeah. Oh god, then it's just got this like horrifying photo of a horse's mouth that makes it look like one of the aliens from Alien, an alien covenant, an excellent film. Yeah, horse teeth are weird. Yeah, and also like you can't really see the eyes, it really does ha, the name of the image is just called Gift Horse. That's a different thing. <laughs> Sillyphrases.org.uk forward slash meanings forwards. I just tried to send you the image on Facebook chat, but accidentally just copy and pasted the phrase straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> it's okay, I've got the webpage up, I can see the picture. Oh, good. Enjoy reading that phrase later, I suppose. <laughs> right, so everybody's learned something now. I love our little etymological jaunts. <laughs> yeah, okay, so moving on, we see Bojack in his office trying to write his book. It's too real. Like, it's, su- it's such a good depiction of someone trying to meet a deadline and procrastinating really hard. Yeah. I related. Yeah. Also, his desktop background on his computer is that picture of him on the bear rug. I noticed that as well. I thought we never had to see that again. I like that he still likes that picture, though. I guess he- I wonder if he still has the painting anywhere. Yeah. Like, what happened to the actual painting? Maybe it'll turn up one day and we'll be yeah. horrified about it. Um, so Princess Carolyn rings and she questions why he is rewriting the book. Uh, and she quotes a really flattering section of the book about herself. She has a little hairball moment, which yeah. is cute. I guess you still would, like, clean your fur with your tongue. Yeah. That's how the pros do it. <laughs> oh, God. Cats can clean themselves like that because they can reach their whole body with their mouth so can oh. princess carolyn also lick her own crotch because if so how is she that work focused <laughs> oh okay i'm just gonna move on um <laughs> bojack says that this is his last chance to make people love him mm. honey people are never gonna love you <laughs> <laughs> So I was going back through my old notes because I decided I'm going to computerize them. And I remember in the first episode talking about how Bojack was being really mean to Todd. And it was such a dick move for Bojack to like do that. But now I'm just like, yep, that's just Bojack. Like, why was I surprised by that? I just, I've lost faith in Bojack. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Bojack goes back to writing and he gets sidetracked by fonts and reading the book. And he ends up trying to burn the book, which was (laughs) quite amusing. There's something very satisfying about seeing a stack of copy paper 
that's bound with bulldog clips, with, with binder clips, and it's so thick that the clips are, like, open all the way. Yeah, okay. I like seeing that. <laughs> like, in real life, obviously, but, like, even, like, looking at this, like, cartoon of a manuscript where that's happening, I was like, nice. It's a fucking lot of paper right there. <laughs> so Bojack goes to Todd to help him not be distracted, and Bojack ends up sidetracking himself by cleaning. I was very sympathetic to him just going out and buying new vacuum cleaners instead to of emptying. out the old Old vacuum cleaners. Yep. And then just having like seven constantly going at one time. So dangerous. Yep. Is it? Wouldn't it start an electrical fire running that many like power intensive machines on one circuit board? I mean, it probably wouldn't start a fire, but it would. It might short out your electricity. Maybe then he could write better. I always fake a power outage when I want to get some writing done. <laughs> I don't know if this is just a me thing or if this is like a universal human experience or like many things somewhere in between. But do you kind of enjoy power outages? Um, depends. Like, I'm really into them. Yeah. Because like, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's just exciting somehow. It's, it's different. It's like kind of spooky and I like, like, oh, I've better set up some candles and like trying to like figure out like, how are we going to last it? It's, it's like a really like low stakes natural disaster <laughs> like remember we had one once at night and i like put my bike lights on the stairwell and stuff and was like really chuffed with myself and then it came on like two minutes later yeah and i was like oh like i understand that they're very inconvenient and i'm pretty sure you and sherlock were both trying to do essays then but i don't know i just wish the power would go out more they're kind of good as a novelty but i think you know having them on a weekly basis it'd get very old very quick but i yeah. do kind of know what you mean it is exciting to light some candles and... I wouldn't want them that frequent, but, like, if there was, like, a good, like, five-hour power outage every six months... Okay. If you ever want to throw me a surprise birthday party, you should just fake a power outage. <laughs> okay. Why are we talking about this? Oh, yeah, all the vacuum cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bojack's trying to write a book. We're yeah. trying to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Bojack writes about how much his family loved him. And then he scraps this and finds more distractions. Bojack's mum wasn't voiced by who usually voiced her because it, it was a fake flashback. Bojack was doing a mock voice. I thought that was cool. I like that. Yeah, and then Bojack eventually decides to do drugs. So Sarah Lynn comes over with her doctor, Dr. Alan Who. The reveal of it just being like his his name and it's like spelt H-U was right up there for me with the Vanessa Gecko reveal. Gave me a good chuckle. So yeah, they have some drugs and they do a, a writing montage and Bojack starts losing time with Bojack, Sarah Lynn and Todd writing. The book starts to come together and then <laughs> Bojack starts tripping. He looks in the mirror and sees a photorealistic horse looking back at him. Yep. <laughs> which nice. This entire sequence is a really good use of the medium. Like, the photorealistic horse and the bit where he's being, like, de-rendered down into, like, previous stages of animation. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Like, those are really good uses of the way that animation works to simulate a really crazy experience. Yeah. Having never done hallucinogens, I'm always kind of curious when I watch, like, depictions of them on TV. Like, I, I wonder how accurate they are to the experience of a real trip. So, the three of them start talking about how the book should end, and Sarah Lynn decides that she needs to kill Bojack. And then comedy ensues. Before that happened, Todd and Sarah Lynn, like, swap bodies, but not clothes or voices. Oh, yeah. Todd says something that is backwards, 
and <laughs> I ran it through Audacity backwards. Awesome. And he says, That's a lot No, I'm talking backwards. Aaron Paul is dead. <gasps> That's clever. Who's Aaron Paul? Aaron Paul is the guy who voices Todd. Surprise. Oh, shit. We've never talked about him, but that's obviously wow. a reference to um uh one of the Beatles, Paul McCartney. Is he the one that they say is dead? Yeah, yeah there's like a backmasking theory, isn't there? Yeah. That, like, if you play one of their songs back because it says Paul McCartney's dead. Yeah, he's the one that they think got replaced. Yeah. I heard this theory that John Lennon is secretly dead. I thought he was really dead. What? No, that's what they want you to think. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a good joke. I'm so glad you rewound it. Yeah. That's my new favorite joke. <laughs> God, backmasking theory is stupid. Like, pe- people who think that, like, Queen has messages saying it's fun to smoke marijuana if you play it backwards, or that, like, certain songs say, like, you should worship the devil, it's great. Because, mm. like... It's it's fine if you think that they deliberately put that message in there because like some bands subsequently have because it's a pretty metal thing to do <laughs> and like u- usually it's not like if you listen to it backwards you're like mm, this is just pareidolia you're just seeing patterns where there aren't any but you also have to believe that your brain somehow hears the backwards message and takes it into account subliminally when you're listening to it forwards which just doesn't make any fucking sense yeah how would it do that brains don't it's- do that <laughs> If Queen was trying to corrupt the youth into smoking marijuana, they sure were doing a shitty job if that was their plan. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so they decide that Sarah Lynn should kill Bojack and then they have a big Mad Max-style brawl where Bojack is covered in pots and pans and stuff and they- It seems to be a fight that involves significant bloodshed because suddenly they're, like, um, cleaning up and there's, like, a cleaver embedded in the couch and stuff. And there's, yeah. like, streaks of blood all over the windows, but the only injury that I could see was a bandaged wound on Bojack's wrist that seemed fairly superficial. Yeah. And then suddenly that disappeared as well and it's really hard to know what actually we can count as having happened in this entire sequence even the bits that are meant to be like lucid moments yeah it was weird and yeah then bojack and todd try to shoot each other with brooms yeah oh the gun the gun that's a lighter yeah we see that again it is a gun yeah and bojack solves the the gun crisis in america and they have that moment where Bojack is like, we're just shooting each other as an experiment to see if we're holding guns, right? Not because you're mad at me. And Todd says that thing about how he's not mad at Bojack about the rock opera anymore because he realized that that's just how he is and maybe he just needs to stop expecting Bojack to be a good person so that way he won't be disappointed when he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty <laughs> intense and Bojack's like, oh, good, good. Okay, let's get into the meat of this episode. <sighs> so we get a, what are they called? Card things um oh yeah like a two weeks later thing i don't know they must have a name right a transition slide so bojack's in his bedroom and jayanne comes over and tells him that he was right all along and then they have a really sincere kiss and right inflates and explodes yeah when she turns into a monster oh not again and like swells and like Turns into a horrifying, like, Cronenberg monster with all these weird polyps and, like, fingers and extra heads and stuff and says that she ate too many pancakes and then one of her appendages turns into a thing of pancake syrup and then she's like, kiss me, Bojack, and it's pretty disturbing. Yeah. Especially if you're not expecting it. Like, I I think that 
most people when the kiss happens, because, like, it's already a little weird that this early she started to be like, you were right all along, Bojack, mm. just like you wanted. Like, I, I think most people probably have an inkling by then that this is still not real, but then suddenly the thing happens, and then it's like, not actually two weeks later, actually, just two minutes later, or whatever. Mm. Mm. And I watched a lot of this drug sequence frame by frame, and I've gotta say, like, the animation on that monster transformation was beautiful <laughs> i kind of wonder if they got like a lot of guest animators or guest artists or whatever in for this episode because like i like the, the things like the big mutant monster aren't really in lisa hannawalt's wheelhouse <laughs> then we go through his nose into his brain yep and you see all things in the background from different episodes i wrote them all down oh go for it We've got the breakfast muffins, the D from the Hollywood sign, the heart-shaped card that says daddy on it that he gave his father that his father was a dick about, Diane's secretariat book, a headline newspaper that says stupid Bojack writes a stupid book about his story, nobody cares, the telescope, some kind of trophy, a newspaper with the headline horsing around cancelled, a thing of cotton candy, the decapathon video game that he used to ruin the rock opera, some toaster strudels, drugs, <laughs> a newspaper, the headline of which just says muffin kerfuffle, the D necklace that Mr. Peanut Butter gives Diane, and something that appears to just be a sack with stuff in it that I wasn't sure what it was meant to be. Okay. Presumably we're meant to read significance into this, and it's really interesting to me that, like, the muffin debacle looms as large in his mind as ruining the rock opera, and, like, the cotton candy thing is in there. I think one of the things we see- like, this whole drug sequence is a mixture of really shitty things he's done to people, and- fairly superficial things that were bad for his image yeah. that he seems to be equally concerned about, mm. which is pretty telling. Like, it's not really giving us anything we didn't already know about him, but it's interesting. Yeah. Do you know what the sack might be? No. It's just a brown sack, like, hanging from something. Like, it looks like it's, like, the sack from the end of a bindle, with, and it's, like, full of... I don't know. Put it on the list of things to ask Lisa Hannawald about. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so then he kind of gets caught in a synapse. I think that's the part of what that bit is of the neurons is called. And then he sees his teenage years. Yeah, he goes through like a sequence of memories that are all rendered really nicely. Like they're kind of, they're just line drawings and like with minimal animation, like the just kind of stills, really, or at least the first couple are, but the drawn over the top of what seem to be real watercolour washes, which looks really nice. It's like a nice trippy alternative to the classic, like, sepia photograph thing. Yeah. And he's being laughed at by students, by his locker, many humans and a single hyena. All of which are, like, heavily stylized and have big angry teeth. And if you look at the Trapper Keeper he's holding, it has what appears to be a picture of Secretariat pasted onto it. Yeah, and then we see him alone on a soccer field. Kind of got the impression that he'd been forgotten. Like, Bart in that episode of The Simpsons. I don't know, it reminded me of that. Yeah, like, it, I, I assumed he, that, like, his parents had forgotten to come pick him up. And then he s sneezes on that woman that we already know about, the sneezing picture. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. I, I forget who he's meant to have sneezed on. Me too. But yeah, and he, like, sneezes and then falls off the balcony. Yeah. But he probably just safely fell into the pool that was on the balcony. <laughs> then he sees himself at Griffith Park um, with Herb, but Herb is old. And then he turns into a skeleton and he tells Bojack that he abandoned him and he'll never forgive him. He's not old. I think he's just in cancer mode. Oh, yeah, but it's not, he's not the, um, the same Bojack. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's not the same age as he was yeah, when they it, were yeah. actually at Griffith Park. Yeah, it, it's like, it's young Bojack and like Karen Hub. Then he turns into a skeleton and falls apart. Then Bojack runs through the diner filled with- So I'm pretty sure, because it's full of Mr. Peanut Butters, and I was listening to the noise and I think that they were saying Mr. Peanut Butter, Mr. Peanut Butter, Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> In which case, like, that's definitely a nod to being John Malkovich. Oh, okay. Which I won't talk too much about because I still need to show you that, but yeah. Um, and if you can still see the sexy parrot bird out the window of the diner, I didn't notice it this time. It was... okay. It was there, but okay. I'm glad you didn't notice it. Maybe you're getting better. It sure. would have been great if it was there, but it was a picture of Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was. Bojack kind of runs out of the diner and falls and lands in Mr. Peanut Butter's v-neck shirt. Like a good pair of sunglasses. Mr. Peanut Butter's like giant and then he yeah. just stares down laughing at him <laughs> he falls from there and then he starts to lose his outlines yeah which, was which cool. again i think is a really good use of the medium yeah like, what would that be like in universe because if you don't know you're a cartoon and then you lose your outlines it really remi- reminds me of this really cool music video for a japanese song that i think is called mononoke dance i'm not 100 percent sure because the name of the video is in japanese i only vaguely remember someone referring to it as that but i'll put the link in the show notes it's on vimeo you should watch it before i say the next thing because it's it's better if you watch it the first time. Um, yeah, it, it's like all animated, or not animated, but like um, ev- everyone is like a little cutout drawing on a stick. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like a little puppet. And so for different scenes, they're different drawings on sticks, but everyone's drawings on sticks. And all of this like horror stuff happens with like a dance party with all these yokai spirits. It's like, it's this human couple who get like caught up in this monster thing. And then in the morning, the guy wakes up and we see like the back of his girlfriend and Mm -hmm. he like reaches towards her and then that drawing just flips around and you see the blank other side of it that's just got the stick there and then you see the man screaming oh okay it's a really good use of the medium and this reminded me of that like there's there's no real life analog for it but like it's a really good way to convey that kind of nameless existential horror yeah that's cool like imagine if kermit and miss piggy were making out and then her head just fell off and you saw the puppeteer's hand yeah that makes me feel uncomfortable so then yeah, Bojack loses his outlines and then he kind of like gets smeared and then he becomes the horse that's swimming in the, the picture behind his desk. So he's like paddling along and then there's another Bojack standing in the office talking to Diane and Bojack says, should we help him? And Diane responds, no, he loves treading water. And then Bojack ends up on a piece of paper. Is that the next bit? Yeah, I think so. And he starts to lose his dimensions. That's how I described it, but that's- He gradually becomes like less and less rendered. Like he becomes line art again and then he becomes basically a stick figure and then a photorealistic pencil eraser comes and erases him. He wakes up on the set of Horse and Around. Yeah, Horse and Around. And Do you keep on going to say Horse and Aloud? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Same. And Herb is yelling at him and Bojack's line is, this is all I am and this is all I'll ever be. Yep. Bojack sees Charlotte walking into the trees and behind the trees is a cabin. As she walks into the trees for the first time, we hear this bird call. Do you ever notice this? No. This like noise in the background it's like relatively faint but i'll bring that up again later okay and these wooden trees like kind of fold in behind her and then suddenly he's having to do his lines again yep and then sarah lynn asks for a penis butter and veg sorry a penis butter and 
the jelly sandwich. The penis, penis butter and the jelly sandwich. And he's like, what? And then she's suddenly an adult and yells that at him again. And he's like, ah. He wakes up on the set of the set and the set is his house. And then Todd tells him it's too late to say no. And Todd is old, and there's like two paths stretching out behind him. Yeah, and one leads to space. I didn't understand the significance of that. Well, maybe if he'd had a different life, he would have been in space. He could be an astronaut, not an actor. The only two jobs for horses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry, and then he starts sinking into the floor, and it becomes tar. And that um, mammoth person from the like models at the Libre Tar Pits, like, surfaces momentarily and then submerges again behind him. Yeah, it's like a direct callback to the episode yeah. where he's talking to Charlotte. And then Charlotte appears on his couch and is like, why didn't you just come to Maine with me? Why don't you come live, come come with me and get out of here? And then... Then Bojack yeah. says no repeatedly and then he flashes back to himself hiding under a table as a young kid and he's saying no, he doesn't want to perform the yeah, lollipop song. Yeah, asking him to do the lollipop song for dinner guests and like we see the shadows of the dinner guests in the background and one of them is a penguin wearing a bow tie oh that's cute i I like that there is an animal visual gag in the background as a silhouette even (laughs) in this scene that it's a penguin in a penguin suit yeah Yeah, and he says he doesn't want to do it and she says nobody cares what he wants and that he has an audience he has to perform for yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then she she says can't lives on a house on Won't Street. <laughs> I swear my mum said something similar to that to me. I don't understand <laughs> what it means, though. Just... It means, like, you say you can't, but what you really mean is you won't. Ah, oh, okay. And then she says, by the way, the secret to living forever is, and then, like, cigarette smoke transition. Do you ever have that? Like, something really cool happens in a dream, or you have an idea in the dream, and you're like, I must remember this. No. <laughs> I once had a dream that I lost one of my hands, and I invented a prosthetic hand that was really good for juggling with, and I was like, I have to remember what this looked like for the morning so I can really invent it. (laughs) And then in the morning, I was like, it was just a trowel. (laughs) A garden spade. (laughs) But in the dream, I was like, I'm a genius! This is perfect! This is better than a hand! (laughs) I really dug it. So then he's suddenly in a graveyard and, like, sees his mum's grave and his dad's grave. His dad's grave says Butterscotch Horseman, Patriot, Patriarch, Pony, (laughs) which is pretty good. And there are a bunch of... Oh, and he sees his own grave and it says Bojack Horseman, whom no one remembers. And he goes, no! There were a bunch of other graves around it, um, and most of the inscriptions were illegible, but there were a couple that I could pick out, mm-hmm. one of which, and I'm not 100% sure about either of these, because they had a couple, like, a couple of ambiguous characters, but one of them said Jack Horse Stipples, and one of them said Crossbred Horse Duck. What? <laughs> Crossbred Horse Duck. <laughs> Which I liked. What does that mean, though? I don't know. Okay. They're all just meant to look like vaguely Bojack Horseman style names. Like, I don't think these. this is a joke where you're meant to squint and see what all of them say. Um, I think that horse duck is possibly a reference to would you rather fight five horse-sized ducks? But would you rather fight a duck-sized... Would you rather fight a horse-sized duck... Or five duck-sized horses. Okay. Which is, like, a thing that people have asked. Like, it came- someone asked it 
in a special feature on the Archer DVD, and like sometimes people send that question into podcasts. It's like some kind of like low key meme, I think. I don't know where it started, but horse duck might be a reference to that, possibly. But calling the person crossbred horse duck just conjures some fantastic imagery. Yeah. And then we see Diane, but she's Lucy from Peanuts doing the psychologist thing, but she says the memoirist is in life help five cents. Bojack asks her how he makes everybody love him. She says, you can't force love, you blockhead. All you can do is be good to the people in your life and keep your heart open. Which is like, it's good. It's like weirdly poignant. Yeah. Yeah. And then that scene kind of gets blown away. Yeah, and we very briefly see a Peanuts-style Wayne and Mr. Peanut Butter as Snoopy. Yeah, very good. (laughs) Yeah, so Bojack is now chopping wood by Charlotte's cabin. Bojack! We get to see more Charlotte, yay! And he goes inside and they make kind of cute small talk and you can clearly see that they are a very cute, happy couple. Yeah. Then we find out she's Proganonate. Yes. And then that line that you like so much comes up. Yep, the name of the episode. (laughs) Let's just do how... I was going to say horse and mouth stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But... And then it, um, we get a time skip and we see Bojack holding his daughter, Harper. So Harper appears to be a hybrid of a horse and a deer. I didn't get that impression. I thought she was just a horse that had different colouring to Bojack. She has a shorter face. Like, she has a face that's kind of halfway between deer and horse. And she has interesting ears as well. They're kind of a mix of the shapes of their two ears. And when she's older, she has the white spots on her cheeks the same way Charlotte does. So, like, she may just be basically a horse, but with some deer-like characteristics. But that's still a hybrid of a deer and a sheep. I mean, a deer and a... (laughs) Fuck. Horse. A deer and a horse. Like, it's subtle, but she does appear to be a mix between the two. And, yeah, I don't... Like, I don't know what to make of that, because it is a, like, fucked up drug thing still. Yeah. And we know from other episodes that if say a human and an animal have kids they have like a 50 50 chance it seems like of being either a human or that animal you you don't end up being a hybrid but then again we do have that one girl who seems to be a hybrid of like a human and a pig or a hippo or something yeah and there are like a couple of other characters that crop up who could be hybrids of human and animal anyway harper's really cute yeah she's she's just like this real happy chubby kid who I bet is voiced by Alison Brie because she sounds a bit like Vincent Adultman. Yep. Nice. Good spot. I I beat you to the Brie drop this episode. (laughs) Yeah, so then there's another time skip and we see Bojack and Harper kind of playing in the lake together. They're having fun. Um, And then another time skip and Harper's playing in the lake with her boyfriend and Bojack and Charlotte are just watching her play and and they're kind of old looking now like bojack has gray in his hair and they're both kind of wrinkly and and charlotte's like oh i was just thinking how nice it would be if you'd really chosen this life i think is i think the phone wakes him up and yeah through throughout throughout this entire sequence set in maine um we hear that same bird call in the background every now and then okay that's cool um, didn't notice that. And yeah, then he just wakes up in the rain. In an empty car park. Real fucked up in an empty parking lot, getting a call from Princess Carolyn, who tells him that his manuscript was just f- gibberish. Yep, and Bojack hangs up on her, 
And then we go to, is it NoHo? Yeah, which I imagine is a joke on Soho. <laughs> and yeah, the Ghost Riding Con is not going well, because no one wants to see Ghost Riders. Which, like, I don't know, maybe that's true, like, there probably wouldn't be broad appeal for that, but I would go. I think Ghost Riding is probably a really interesting profession, and it's one that, by definition, doesn't get talked about much. Yeah. Publicity kind of hurts you if you're a Ghost Rider, at least mainstream publicity, like, you want to be well-known in publishing circles, but, like, I would love to hear an interview with one of the people who ghost wrote some of the Animorphs books, for instance. That would be really interesting to me. Are you joking? Were they ghost-written? Oh, yeah, like, I think slightly over half of them. Oh. Kay Applegate wrote at least the first 20, I think, and then they were mostly ghostwritten, and she would write one every now and then, and then the last few are written by her. But yeah, a lot of the Animorphs books are ghostwritten because they churned them out so quickly. Um, a lot of the ghostwritten ones aren't great. Like the character voices are kind of weird because they were just given like the story structure briefs and told like what they could do and what they couldn't do. And then they had to write a book really quickly. Oh, wow. So that's why a lot of the books in the middle of the Animorph series are kind of weird and sometimes shitty. I didn't know there was an industry for that. Ghost writing fiction books. I, I only thought it was autobiographies. Yeah, ghostwriting for fiction is definitely a thing for a really long series. If it's like a real moneymaker kind of thing. That makes sense. It's cool. So Pinky asks if there's any other questions and there's some silence and then Bojack. Oh, one of the, the, the fucking the fucking hippo pig girl is there. Yeah, it's the question. same person. Yeah? Okay, good. Yeah. I thought it was, but I thought... Because I, I was already looking at Harper and being like, but what about hippo pig girl? And then like she appears at the end of the episode just to taunt me and I was like, fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> but she's the same colour as that bold guy who's definitely human. Guess maybe. She's so pink. And I think she's so pink deliberately her. meant to be confusing. But oh, okay. I don't want to talk about this again. Okay. And Bojack takes the mic. Yeah, he tells Diane that they should publish his book. Oh, the book that she wrote. Yeah, he says he didn't like the book because it reflected the way that she saw him. And he didn't want her to think about him like that. And he wants to know if it's too late for him to be a good person. And does she believe that he's good deep down? And there's just silence. And she doesn't answer. And the credits roll. But before they do, in that silence, very quietly... <laughs> we hear that bird call again, and uh-huh. Harper laughing and giggling in the water. Oh, I did not pick up on that. Which gives me the bad tingles. Yeah. The, that BDSMR. <laughs> and I'm not sure if it ever comes up again after this episode, but I definitely think of that bird call symbolizing the good life that Bojack could have had if he'd made a decision. Yeah. But also, because of the universe it's in, it is also just a person. <laughs> like, that was just, like, a guy in the woods near Charlotte's cabin just going, Also, I'm pretty sure one of the people at the Ghost Rider convention was one of the escaped inmates. Oh, wow. Like, he, he, like, I think he was one of the white power guys. Like, he's bald and he has a beard and he's wearing an orange jumpsuit, I think. Ooh, nice callback. Why hasn't he changed his clothes? <laughs> Season four is coming out pretty soon. I don't think we have a solid date. But you guys will just have to wait ages for us to do those ones. But if you're watching along with us, then that 
probably would be an issue. Yeah. Gonna watch all of it as soon as it comes out, but like try not to think about the podcast too much while I'm doing it. And I'm really curious to see like how good of a job I can do of that, or mm. if I just can't turn off the like hyper analytical part of my brain that I have to use when I do the episode rewatches now. Yeah. When Bojack goes to like eat the to- toaster strudel and try to write his book next to Todd, Todd is clearly reading scripts and I'm curious about what they're for. That's a really good question. With that... No point beating a dead horse. You can like us on Facebook at Horse and Aloud, H-O-R-S-I-N apostrophe A-L-O-U-D, or follow us on Tumblr at horseandaloud.tumblr.com. Email us at horseandaloud at gmail.com. Tweet at us at horseandaloudpod. Send us fan mail. Yeah. I don't know who emails the podcast. I trust that the listeners like our show even if they don't send us emails. Okay. What's your favourite episode, listener? Do you prefer hand stuff or mouth stuff? <laughs> what do you think of when you imagine Miss Piggy's head coming off and there's just a hand there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jem DeSalis. And I'm Paige Finkel. And until next time, suck, suck a dick, dick dumb, dumb shits. shits.